you're not just self-reporting on your own perception of yourself. And sometimes there is a fine line between confidence and delusion. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Leadership Decanted, our cheeky half edition, where we dare to share unfinished thoughts and ideas around some potentially thorny leadership questions. And even though KG and I can't always be in the same room, we still do this over a glass of our favourite beverage. Hello, Paul. How are you, man? Pretty well. Pretty well today. It's a lovely, lovely sunny day. Yeah, I love it when the sun shines. It just makes you feel up and ready. Now, I wish we could be hanging out together, but today yeah. we're on the Zoom and remote, but this is still going to be an exciting conversation. One of the yes. things that I thought about um, today and I've been thinking about is, you know, how do we find out about ourselves as leaders and how do we mm. get that well-rounded view of ourselves as leaders. And it's one of those things that I remember when you and I had an opportunity to kind of go through one of those 360 views of yourself. Yes. And I thought, let's, let's chat about that. Let's see okay. what that's yeah, all about yeah. and explore, you know, why we do those kind of things. Is it helpful? Is it something that others should do? So that is the chat today. Ah, oh, sounds great. Look, I do have a, quite a passion for this type of topic because I do do work a lot with 360 degree instruments. Yeah. Uh, and if people aren't familiar with what we're talking about, the 360 degree instrument is where you're seeking feedback. Uh, when you're not, you're not just self-reporting on your own perception of yourself but you are seeking feedback from those around you. So in a corporate space, it might be that you're seeking feedback about your leadership style, yeah. for example, and you might do that in a 360-degree situation uh, opportunity where you might ask feedback from your managers and your leaders, you might ask feedback from your colleagues, and you might ask for feedback from those that uh, you lead in your teams, for example, and that constitutes 360-degree feedback. If you didn't have that, it would just be a self-reporting mechanism. Yeah. And I think that's what was very cool about it is it yeah. felt like you were not just looking at it from one angle and you weren't just looking at it from your own self-awareness. It was, mm. you know, how do other people see you and how do people exactly. see you from all angles? Like you said, peers and uh, people who may be from an, uh, you know, a hierarchy above and below all of those things. Uh, it was really, really cool. And I just remember the fact that it gave me <laughs> a different sense of myself, right? <laughs> so it is. I thought, yes. Well, look, it can be a, uh, an amazing process of discovery, or it can be the most nail biting, <laughs> <Yes>. scary <laughs> yes. experience of your lifetime. It just depends on, on your levels of self awareness. And I think that's often where it hinges. I've done work with leaders and I might say, look, this is the sort of leader I am. You know, I, yeah. I call it as I see it, for example might be one self-perception. I call it as I see it. I'm a straight talker. And that has a certain meaning for that person in their own self-awareness. Yeah. But sometimes, not always, but sometimes if you broaden that out to a 360-degree type of a feedback process, what you're hearing is something slightly different. You know, what the leader's self-reporting might consider a straight talker, calling it as I see it. Some people might experience it as brash, just downright rude right now. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> they might consider it as lacking empathy. Yeah. 
sometimes in extreme cases, they might consider it as bullying or intimidation. Yeah. And it's important for all leaders to be aware that, or to at least have a sense of humility that their self-perception is a limited lens on, on who they are as leaders. And it's incumbent on them to broaden their understanding of how they're leading and sometimes some of the best ways of doing that is through these types of instruments, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Because it's it's all about, I talk a lot about openness. And this is one of yeah. those instruments that allows you to pull in information from the outside. Because I think we often get into a, you know, a rhythm, a mode, because uh, success breeds that confidence in ourselves. And we, under- yes. we think we understand who we are. We think we understand what we do as leaders. And we use that understanding to basically practice those skills more and more. But sometimes we just get too caught up in our own world and we forget how it impacts those around us. And I think this kind of instrument is really one of those that helps you not only reset sometimes and say, oh, this is different than I thought. The impact that I have is a little bit different than I perceived myself. Or it may be something that just validates everything that you've been doing. And it it may say that, yes, I I am, you know, having the impact that I expect that I'm having. Um, So it's a great instrument because it has, you know, both opportunities to help people, which has been fantastic. And like I said, if anyone's out there and you have an opportunity to do one, do it, do it, do it. It was really helpful, eye-opening almost. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and to your point about success breeding confidence, sometimes there is a fine line between confidence and delusion. Yeah. <laughs> and it's important to keep ourselves grounded. If you want to lead well, if you want to contribute and practice leadership in ways that are productive, grounded, empathic, connected, whatever types of descriptors you like. I think it's important to understand that others experience you in particular ways and to be able to adapt your leadership style and your interactions accordingly. And this type of instrument does that because people's lenses are different. It is good feedback. Even if it does affirm everything you thought about your leadership style, there's always going to be enough data in that feedback to help us refine perhaps or polish certain interactions or certain behaviors, improve them, enhance them, uh, whatever it might be, just enough to take us to the next level, whatever that next level might look like. I am a big fan. Definitely like yourself, I would encourage people to seek one out. They are very good tools for coaching programs or or coaching journeys because it just gives you some data, the good ones anyway, give you some really good data from which to work from and you can then proceed uh, on a much more evidence-based program if you like if that's your thing yeah yeah and and paul just from your perspective because you have a lot of experience are they all made equal are there some that are better than others what should people be looking for if they're trying to do something like this and get some feedback? Oh, that's a good question that's that's, that's a good question and uh, it's a thorny one may oh, I say. No. <laughs> so it may not surprise you that in, at least in my in my limited experience the super super popular ones aren't always the best i think yeah there are a few things that i myself look for when i'm seeking to kind of use an instrument one of them is evidence-based yeah and evidence-based isn't just a one set of experiments and research evidence-based includes things like peer review includes things like alignment or correlation with existing research. It also includes notions of reliability. So are they robust enough and reliable enough to prove that they are in fact measuring what we think they're measuring? And a lot of that does live under the bonnet 
of those instruments. Not everybody has access to that. So you need to make sure you just ask, you know, is this evidence-based? Is this, how is this instrument designed? Because a lot of them, uh, a lot of them, uh, I don't know if it's a lot of them, some of them perhaps, I'm yeah. not going to name names, are only just beyond pop psychology. Yeah. Almost all of these things are very interesting conversation starters. So even if it's not an evidence-based tool, it could help to set you off on an interesting journey of discovery anyway. But it's the data-driven ones, the evidence-based ones, I think, that provide the most value over time. Yeah, yeah. You know that you can start somewhere, and if it's not a perfect one, it's okay. But if you're really looking to get something that gives you that value long-term and really gives you some things that you can refer back to, that's where you get the evidence-based ones. Exactly. And like almost anything in life, be wary of anything that offers a silver bullet. If you're seeing um, a particular instrument or tool or measure or even a quiz that you might find that promises you, you know, three ways to improve your leadership. Yeah, yeah. Be wary. That's what <laughs> yes. I'm saying. Yeah, you might still want to do them. It yeah. might be a bit of fun. Yeah. And you might, once again, it might still spark off some interesting thoughts and reflections, but just be wary of the ones that are promising the world. Yeah, yeah. It's great for curiosity, but not so much for trying to solve all the problems. So let's, let's Well, I'll give you some something to really anchor your leadership development. You really need something robust that will anchor that. Yeah, yeah, got it. Okay, that sounds cool. Well, this has been great, Paul. I'm, I'm pumped, I'm ready. I'm going to go find one of these instruments that you talk <laughs> about. And I'm guessing that if they look in the show notes, they may have some ways that they can get to it. Is that right? Or we're going to skip that? We can, we can think we don't about want necessarily, it. We don't want to necessarily promote anything, but advertise one over the other. I yeah. mean, I use quite a number of them in my work. We might do something or maybe we could find something a bit more general that, that speaks about, you know, what you do, need to do when you are looking for an instrument like that. Yeah, sounds good, man. I, I'm loving it. So this has been fantastic, Paul. I love Thanks, it. And, and it's been nice and short and sweet. And uh, we can get the, the listeners right back to their daily jobs. Or, that's or right. Lives. So, so this is, have a great day. Remember, if you are practicing leadership, don't rely on your own self-perception alone, yes. too, especially if you need to, if you want to improve your leadership. 360 it is. I love it. It is. <laughs> All right, man. CKG. <laughs> Sanjay, everyone. Bye. That is our Cheeky Half episode. Please let us know what you think, whether you'd like us to expand on any of these topics in our main episodes or any other comment you might have. You can reach us on askus at leadershipdecanted.com. That's A-S-K-U-S at leadershipdecanted.com. You can also leave your comments for each of our episodes on our website at leadershipdecanted.com. Thanks for listening.